You are listening to Forged Among Stars, a solo RPG actual play podcast presented by DiceGeeks.com. Welcome. My name is Matt Davids. I will be your game master and only player during this season of Forged Among Stars. I am a tabletop RPG writer, game designer, as well as a novelist. I thank you so much for joining me as I play through Ironsworn Star Forged, a tabletop RPG designed by Sean Tompkin. If you would like to learn more about me or the game, please check for links in the description wherever you are listening to this podcast. Now, it is time to journey among the stars. Just a bit to refresh our memories of where we are at. Hawking Duval is trying to negotiate a payment dispute between Buzzard, the commander of Paragon Station, and Razor, a client of hers. Things went terribly bad when Hawking was trying to gather information, and now it seems that Buzzard will be a possible threat to him. He has also taken a hit to his spirit. Then during the lunch break, Dancer, a member of Buzzard's crew on the Paragon, slipped Hawking a note that simply said, I need to talk to you. So now we pick up the scene. Hawking is on the Shard of the Sun. He kind of splashes some water in his face. He only has a few minutes. And he rushes back then to the mess hall of Paragon Station where he will continue the negotiations between Razor and Buzzard. I'm going to say he arrives a little bit early, just a minute or two after he refreshed himself, and then in walks Buzzard and Razor. And so we are going to begin these negotiations again, but I, I will say as part of the fiction that Buzzard just kind of looks at Hawking kind of a little bit harder than normal. And then she sits down. Razor sits down. And Hawking moves around to the other side of the table and he sits down. And he says, shall we begin again? So in way of game mechanics, this payment dispute is an iron vow that Hawking has sworn. He has six marks on his progress track. So that means we only have four more boxes. So that, because this is a troublesome ranked, this is the lowest ranked, even though we've had a bit of problem with this here. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to make a move. I'm going to do the move compel. So this is where Hawking comes in after the break. They kind of pick up where they left off. He's got his information and he is just going to make here is this offer. Buzzard, you do this thing. Razor, you do this thing. Is that acceptable to both of you? And so he's going to make his big pitch. He's going to make his big argument and his big closing statement. He is going to roll compel. If we get compel, if we don't miss, <laughs> if we don't miss, 
then we'll see about reaching a milestone and then trying to resolve this vow. So here comes Compel. Well, we got a weak hit. Okay. Um, Hawking may not be the best diplomat in the world. <laughs> All right. So he got a weak hit. It says they agree, but it comes with a demand or a counter offer. What in the world would be a counter offer? All right. So here's what I think. I think that Buzzard has made a demand. It may not be like too out of line, but it's a little tough. And now I was using compel in a different way, right? Compel is like I was offering somebody something, but that's the way it's written in the book. But what I was doing is I was trying to compel them to agree. Perhaps that wasn't the best move. Um, give me a break. I'm still still learning this game. But what I think she does is I think she says, all right, I'll accept those terms. But in the future, here's how it's going to work. And she kind of lines out some demand on Razor that's going to hold him to something in the future. And Hawking wasn't planning for this. Probably Razor wasn't planning on this either. But she makes this demand. And Razor sits back, nods slowly, says, okay, on further shipments of metals, I'll agree to those terms. Because it was a weak hit after all. So that means we did accomplish something. Now, this could be a complication for Hawking. He's still a little wary of Buzzard here. But what we are going to do is we're going to say this is a profound moment. This is a reach milestone. And I'm going to mark progress. All right, so that puts us up to nine boxes out of 10 on our progress track for resolve this dispute. So what I am going to do now is called fulfill your vow and see if we can put this dispute in the books. So what I do now is I roll against the marks on the progress track. So I have nine marks on the progress track. So I roll challenge dice and strong hit. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, so this vow is fulfilled. And what I do is I mark one tick on my legacy quests. Uh, that uh, is a mechanic uh, that helps me earn experience points throughout the game, if I'm understanding that correctly. If it had been a higher ranked vow, I would have gotten more ticks in my legacy quest box because of my diplomatic feat. But since this is... A troublesome vow. I didn't get those extra ones, but I do get one tick in a box there. And so, like I said, this is just me trying to learn how to play the game here, guys. <laughs> um, and I hope you are having fun listening to me because I'm really getting into this world. I'm having a lot of fun imagining some things. So hopefully I can get better at communicating that here in the future. So what we do right now is I'm going to kind of envision what this looks like. So kind of like after lunch, that after lunch session kind of lasted for, say, let's say another hour or two after Buzzard's counteroffer, Razor accepts, Hawking asks, you know, once again, do these meet your terms? They both agree to it. I'm going to say we, we set down some time a contract that they both sign and because they want to keep working with each other because uh, Buzzard is the salvager and Razor is buying the materials. So they want to keep working together. 
because this is a valuable resource because Buzzard is basically mining a precursor vault of its metal, and that's what we established before. So our first vow fulfilled feels really good. Um, I think I'm getting a bit more hang of the game, but still a lot to learn with a lot of moves uh, to kind of get down. So we are going to just speed right up and continue on some adventures with Hawking Duvall. Ah, before we move on, in last session, Dancer slipped Hawking a note. And I think that is a profound moment. I think slipping somebody a secret note is a profound moment. So I'm going to develop their relationship. So I am going to fill in three of the boxes on their relationship progress track. And also, I, I think since the failure at the beginning of our negotiations was so bad and that one of the complications was that Buzzard was possibly a looming threat. I'm going to say that I have to make the test your relationship move with Buzzard, who is Brianna Keelan, the owner of Paragon Station. So I'm going to, to make the move, test your relationship. And this could be bad because I could lose a connection. I could have to pay the price. Um, but that seems likely because I'm thinking she was not too happy with these negotiations. That she was actually in the wrong a bit. You know, was kind of hoping for a rubber stamp on her decisions by hiring a negotiator. But Hawking actually tried to get to the truth. And I think that kind of surprised her a little bit. And uh, he may have to pay the price for it. So here is... The test your relationship move. Whoa, okay, strong hit. Okay, well that's interesting. So we actually then go to the develop your relationship move because we overcame a test of our relationship. So I get to add three more boxes. That brings me up to nine boxes on my relationship track here with Buzzard. And I think, hmm, well let's kind of envision this at first. So. After the negotiations are over, everyone shakes hands, maybe, I don't know, maybe, no, they bow slightly. Everybody kind of bows slightly. And then Razor leaves and he boards his ship. There was some, you know, background transactions where Brianna was paid and, and things like that. And it's all been worked out. And so he leaves and he gets back on his ship and he departs. Or while he's leaving, Buzzard stands up and looks at Hawking, and she like kind of looks him up and down, and she says, I got pretty angry with you back there. I thought this was going to be simple, but you really dug deep, didn't you? Hawking looks back. Well, yeah. I take pride in my work. I wanted to get to the truth. She shakes her head. Yeah, you do. You were tough. You didn't show me any favoritism. I don't like that. But I do respect it. Hawking kind of nods. Well, well, Mr. Jester, thank you. You helped settle this dispute, and I got Razor to sign a long-term contract. Benefits me. Kind of modifies our future deals. I'm happy with that. Even though I had to uh, take a hit on this shipment a little bit. Hawking says, I'm always happy to help. 
And I don't think Hawking is going to let this rest. I think he's going to try to form a bond with Buzzard here. When you fill your progress bar to a certain level, you can try to form a bond with them. So I'm going to check that out and see if we can form bond. If I miss, uh, things go bad. <laughs> they will go really, really bad. Whew. All right, strong hit. So we have forged a bond with Buzzard, who is... Well, actually, that's a good story point. So as... They are standing there and kind of in the mechanics, they forge a bond. But Hawking says, and by the way, my name is Hawking Duvall, not Jester. <laughs> Buzzard kind of laughs a little bit and she says, yeah, and my name's not Buzzard. Brianna Keelan. And they shake hands. And Buzzard or Brianna walks out of the room. And what happens mechanically here is I chose to give... Uh, Buzzard or Brianna a second role uh, because you get benefits when uh, a connection uses a role on your behalf. Um, so I went ahead and rolled on the character role table and I got researcher. So I have added that. So uh, Buzzard has the role of salvager and researcher. So that is very interesting. So that could come in handy. Uh, later on. Also mechanically, uh, Hawking gets to mark one tick mark under the Legacy Bonds track that also earns experience points. Now, for what happens in the next few days, of course, Buzzard, who Hawking's finally learned her real name, she pays him, or at least transfers some money to his account or whatever, and everything is above board. I think I might look into some moves here. We have something to resolve, of course. I also want to look into a few moves here, maybe that I could do something here on the station before I leave. And also, Hawking wants to get at that precursor vault, right? When he came in, he saw that there was a spire of some kind of crackling energy down on the planet. And through the negotiations, he's learned that they are mining a precursor vault for it, just its metal. Like they haven't really been inside of it or anything like that. They're just stripping metal off the surface to sell. Hawking, he wants to get inside that vault. But he also has something to resolve with Dancer. Dancer wanted to speak with him. And of course, he's also made connections with the other people on the station. So I'm going to look into several moves that we can do to kind of push this story into some new directions. All right, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to try the sojourn move. Now, this is meant to like heal and for you to resupply and things like that. And obviously, I'm only down one on spirit, but... I'm going to try the sojourn move just to give me some more experience with doing moves and try to add some narrative complications here as well. And I think after receiving the note from Dancer that he is going to try to stay on the station a little bit longer. Hawking is going to try to look for an excuse to see if um, he can meet up with Dancer alone so she can tell him something. So I'm going to roll Sojourn. Now, if I miss, something terrible will happen. <laughs> uh, but I, I hope that it will be 
uh, exciting for the story. Okay, I got a strong hit, so that means our spirit returns to five. And narratively, I'm just going to say this is kind of just puts Hawking in his element, right? He is just kind of chilling out. He's getting to talk to new people. He's able to get some extra sleep, perhaps. And he is just enjoying kind of being around people. And Buzzard has kind of calmed down a little bit, let's say, um, even though she may still be a looming threat. Uh, but they do share a bond now, and so that could help Hawking here in the future. But I do want to introduce some more interesting developments, and I may be taking it a little easier on my character. That is just until I get the rules uh, a little bit more solid, and I will start making some pretty intense moves because I want to add some narrative twists in this story and really kind of push the narrative. I want to see where I can go uh, with this. So we have a couple things unresolved. So we have the note with Dancer who wants to speak with him alone. And we have that precursor vault, which has kind of this, you know, this giant crackling electric spire, energy spire kind of sticking up out of the canopy of the jungle planet and also the automated salvage drones keep going up. I'm kind of imagining like one line of them, you know, going down and then another line of them coming up with metal where they are just scraping the metal off and cutting sections of the metal off of the exterior of this vault. But Hawking wants to get inside that vault this is part of his background vow. He needs to gather ancient knowledge. He is also a lore hunter, right? So he wants to gather ancient knowledge. So we're going to see how we can kind of build on these couple of elements here and use some things that we have rolled for in the past. Okay, so let's resolve some of this. So I think also that while he is staying here, at Paragon Station, I think he's going to develop his relationship with the others as well. Maybe not Buzzard. We just formed a bond. She was still a little upset with him. So I'm going to say not her, but let's develop our bonds with some of the other people here at the station. I think sharing meals together for a few days, being such a lonely place, being out in this station, only getting maybe supply runs and stuff every once in a while or or seeing people so infrequently that he is going to develop his relationship with the other people so he's going to develop it with dancer wraith and zephyr okay so that puts us up to six progress with dancer only two with wraith because she is dangerous for some reason and then up to three on zephyr who we have determined is a member of a healing order or an order of healers. Now to resolve what happened with Dancer, I think what I'm going to picture is something like this, that after dinner, uh, one of the nights, Hawking is heading back to the Shard of the Sun. He's getting into the airlock 
And all of a sudden, Dancer slips in right behind him, and the door of the airlock closes. And so they're in the airlock between the station and the Shard of the Sun. And Hawking turns around and looks at her, and she looks at him. And they kind of share this moment for a second, and he begins, You wanted to speak with me? She looks down at the ground and then back up at his eyes. Yes. Yes, I did. Well, what's wrong? She kind of looks away again and turns kind of halfway and then turns back. She says, things on the station aren't good. Buzzard is, well, just very difficult. I signed on for a year tour and it's not up for another six months. And the next supply ship doesn't even arrive for a month or more. Hawking kind of thinks a bit. So what do you want me to do? Kind of already half knowing. And she says, I want to go with you when you leave. You're leaving in just a day or two, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Then take me with you. I can't stay here any longer. I I can't put up with the treatment that she's been giving me. I want out. And I want to go. Can you please take me with you? Hawking thinks for a moment, turns away, and looks at the wall, and then the ceiling, and then the floor, and he looks back. If I do, cause problems between me and Buzzard. Do you understand that? She says, of course. I know it'll cause you some problems, but I can't stay here any longer. Could you please, please? He looks at her, and this slight, flashy young woman. It would be nice to have company on the long voyages ahead. It would be a difficult task to do it alone. He looks back at her. Okay, I'll do it. When I leave, you can come with me. Her eyes brighten and she smiles. Thank you so much. Thank you. She starts to go, but then she turns back. How do I know you'll keep your word? Hawking reaches around his neck, pulls on a chain, and out comes a sliver, an ancient sliver, melted, metal on one side, blackened, just fits in the palm of his hand. And he says, upon the ships that brought us and the iron from which they were made, I swear I will take you with me when I leave Paragon Station. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Forged Among Stars. Please consider subscribing to the podcast wherever you are listening to it so you never miss an episode. Another episode will be out soon, but until then, I will see you among the stars. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.